episode of me like simpsons that's impossible the podcast where a longtime simpsons fan forces his girlfriend who doesn't like the show to sit through every single episode i am zoe said girlfriend and i am ryan said longtime simpsons fan yes and this week we're discussing episodes 9 and 10 right yep we are out of season one yeah which is called life on the fast lane it's episode 9 and episode 10 is homer's night out fun so quick we sum up obviously we've seen up to 10 episodes now and i can't believe i've got through this many i know it's so good it's impressive and you haven't fallen into a coma just yet no just about we're just about not falling into a coma just about falling into a coma just about not (laughs) (laughs) so episodes 9 and 10 are obviously what we're going to talk about today but just to recap the episodes beforehand we've had a christmas episode we've had bart you know cheating on his test we've had homer become like a advocate for safety we've had homer try to correct his family with electroshock therapy tons of stuff in the meantime what is your overall opinion so far of the simpsons i'm kind of bored already yeah these two episodes that we're about to cover are probably the most exciting that have happened that's because they're just juicy gossip more so episode nine than episode 10 i have a lot of issues with episode 10 which we will get to. Yes, which we will get to. But episode nine is definitely the one that I was a bit, like, literally it is just because it's a bit gossipy that I was like, oh, here now. Getting, besides... Getting into this. <laughs> besides episode nine and ten, mm-hmm. what's been your favorite episode so far? Ooh, good question. Hmm, maybe... What were the last ones we covered? Oh, uh, no, I didn't enjoy them that much. The Call of the Simpsons and the Telltale yeah. Head? Maybe the ones with Bart and Lisa... The, is it Bart the General and yeah. Moaning Lisa? Yeah. Maybe those two, but like whenever I think back, nothing really happened in Moaning Lisa. Do we want to say Bart the General? I'm putting a question mark at that. These two I enjoyed more than them, I think. Good. Well, we could, I would say that as a good thing. Going in the right direction. Yeah, until we get into the nitty gritty of it. And I've got a lot of, not problems with the episodes. It's just Marge and Homer just grind my gears. Right, obviously you always ask me if I have any predictions, but do you have any predictions? For what? Of your opinion towards sort of the end of season one or even... Oh, I was going to say predictions of these two episodes. I was like, I know my opinion. Well, you said there's an episode coming up of the sort of kickoff of the Sideshow Bob storyline. Yeah. Which is one that I've slightly been aware of, but I don't actually know the catalyst of Mm -hmm. it. Like, what's the inciting incident to him wanting to kill Bart? So I'm excited to find that out. I say excited. I'm anticipating finding that out. Good. And you've also built that Sideshow Bob episode up to be a really good one. So I have high expectations. Yeah, perhaps I shouldn't have done that. I mean, it's a great episode. Don't get me wrong. Krusty gets busted. You've pre-blown my socks off. I have. But that's the thing though. Because I just really want to change your opinion on it. I want to sort of... See, don't get ahead of yourself. I know. I really wanted to highlight that episode though. But now Mm -hmm. I've just realized my mistake. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> right we're jumping straight in into episode nine which is life on the fast lane synopsis being homer's gift for marge prompts her to take up bowling and an instructor that teaches quote-unquote many things creepily <laughs> the title's obviously a pun on the eagle song life in the fast lane mm-hmm. we start off with a do you remember what the couch gag was this time i don't but i have just in like my notes at the top of the page it just says minging opening well, that's actually because there is no couch gag. That's what it was then. <laughs> because once again, it's not a proper intro because no. the, um, as I was saying the was last episode. The, was it the time too long yeah. once again? Yeah. Why don't they just decide to lengthen the episodes? I assume that they do that in the future. This does, this only happens in season one. Well, I think they just get better at storytelling. They also cut, cut down. down the title sequence. Yeah, because it usually just goes like, the intro with the simpsons shot flying through the sky and then it goes straight to the house Mm -hmm. so that's what they do for longer episodes now whereas in the first season they still played the entire thing yeah they just cut the entirety of the intro sequence Mm -hmm. (laughs) starts off with bart and lisa making pancakes for marge's birthday in the kitchen they're obviously having an argument over which of their presents is best that they got her (laughs) bart got a bottle of perfume from france which was like a giant ass gallon yeah 
And Lisa made a card make from macaroni. Yeah. Which was in the shape of Marge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like Marge sitting on like a rocking chair. Yeah. It was very detailed, but it was still really gross. I thought like she literally just stuck macaroni to a page. Could she not have like used a little bit of paint, a little bit of glitter, you know? Well, I was actually going to ask you which present do you think is better? Well, I couldn't smell the perfume, obviously. But the fact that Bart picked it. I feel like it wasn't perfume from Paris. It was probably like a tub of cat piss or something. So it probably stank. Um, so I'll say the macaroni. They say that's have... a delicacy in France. <laughs> <laughs> tub of cat piss. Mm. They go upstairs to wake their parents up and give Marge breakfast in bed. It's... I, I find the breakfast in bed thing a lot kinder than what their presents were. Lisa's was cute, but Bart's is probably very stinky. Well, as in you actually appreciate the act of breakfast yeah. in bed more than the... But yeah. They, but they went out of the way to so get... T- take note for when it's my birthday next, I would much appreciate breakfast in bed. Okay, no presents then. <laughs> that seems to be the... the, the... Make me a macaroni card. I, do... I don't even know how to do that. I'll learn. It's evident when they give Marge her breakfast that Homer has completely forgot his wife's birthday mm-hmm. and thought that they were actually celebrating his birthday. Yeah, so... that, that really pissed me off. Like, how, how much of a bad husband do you have to be to think it's, number one, be stupid enough to think it's your birthday, and number two, to forget it's your wife's birthday? He literally woke up and was like, oh, it's my birthday? And it's like, no. How, what, what? As Homer's embarrassed, because obviously he's forgot his wife's birthday, mm-hmm. he says he's going on a lovely stroll, but you can hear him, like, bolting down the stairs yeah. and getting in his car and driving straight to the to the mall. Um, He passes many shops, which don't seem like they have any anything for marge anything that that would normally mm-hmm. sort of excite they didn't her. have amazon in those days so while homer is at the mall marge is on the phone with her sister saying oh what what could he have possibly gotten me our sisters keep reminding her that all he's ever gotten her was just shit that he wanted that's so mean like that pisses me Is it the sisters or homer no homer like so did do, do they discuss i can't remember do they discuss what he's got her in the past Mm-hmm. It was like a tackle box for fishing. Like, that's a so Connie Chung bad. album. That's so bad. So it goes back to a quick shot of Homer looking at a bowling ball in the mall and being like, ooh, is this what he's going to get? Is this what he's going to buy her? As the synopsis um, at the start, I think you can guess that we might be looking yes. at that. But Marge's sisters want to take her someplace fun, which is called the Singing Sirloin. But there's a home of ballads and salads where the waiters sing to you at the table. It's like so one for pregnancies and even funerals. Yeah, the funeral one was really strange. It's a lovely way to commemorate, you know, someone who's who's passed away. What, getting a waiter to sing to you? Yeah, when you're trying to enjoy your steak, <laughs> pepper sauce and shit. Yeah. So then at the table, Marge is opening her presents and obviously... Um, she gets the perfume and the macaroni. The parfum mm-hmm. from Paris. From Paris. Bart and Lisa are still arguing which presence of theirs is, is best, but Homer cuts in saying that his is definitely the best, calls the waiters over to start singing happy birthday. Most embarrassing moment anyone can ever have. It's the worst. As he lifts her present, a bowling ball surprisingly, you know, we never we never saw this coming, no. falls out of the bottom, crushes her birthday cake beneath it, but it also has the words Homer etched onto the ball. That pissed me off a mad amount. But in Homer's words, it's because he you need to know who it. it's... You need to remember who it's from. Who it's from, not who it's for. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. He's so, just the worst human. Well, Marge is seething, as obviously she's never bowled in her life. But Homer obviously says, well, if you don't want it, I know someone who does. Implying himself. We then go to the Simpsons house where that night, Marge and Homer are, of course, having an argument in bed. But where Homer's wanting to talk. Mm-hmm. Marge isn't talking to him. This was a very distracting scene for me because Why? the background was drawn so not, so out of proportion. Did you not notice the knobs on the bed were bigger than Homer's head? I did not. That sounds like, like a cat in the hat there. there. <laughs> they were, everything was so out of proportion. Like their um, pillows were about the size of our sofa and everything. It was just so strange. I was really distracted. I don't even remember what they were talking about. I think... Is it she's like, right, fine, I'm going to the bowling alley tomorrow and I'm going to learn how to bowl and you're looking after the kids. Yeah, pretty much. Homer, to Homer's dismay, she, um, obviously, because he clearly bought it for himself, but yeah. maybe he may have bought it for Lenny and Carl, but he bought it for himself and uh, Marge is like, no, I'm keeping it. I'm taking it to the bowling alley. So what did what did you think of Homer's present? Would you would you like a bowling ball? I wouldn't. Are I would sure? prefer, I would prefer a tennis set. Thank you. I sound like a Tory saying that. No. No, I wouldn't. 
I would not like a bowling ball. Well, maybe I would personalize one. You know, one of those ones when we go to the bowling alley and it's like the UV light. Yeah. One that would look really funky in the UV light. So if you're ever to get me a bowling ball, get me one that would look funky in a UV light. But don't make it say Homer engraved across the front. Shit, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think Marge's response is justified? Yes, I do. I would do it. I'm stubborn that way. I'd be like, you know what? Out of spite, I'm going to use the present because I, I know you want it for yourself. I think the worst bit is just that the, the bowling ball ruined the cake. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Can't beat a good birthday cake. No. The next day, Marge is at the Bolorama attempting to bowl. I just want to add this in. Marge's shoe size is 13 AA. Yes. Now, I don't know what the AA means. No. It must obviously American sizes. Yes. But if that's a 13 in adult sizes. That's big ass foot. That is a big ass foot. She's got shipyards on the end of her legs. And you know what they say about people with big feet? Big socks. Big hair. That too. <laughs> It's actually, if you look at the, the Barney's Bolorama, it actually says new in between Barney's and Bolorama. And if you actually remember back to the episode, the Moaning Lisa episode, you can hear on the radio that the Bolorama burnt down. Ah, oh, so they rebuilt it. Yeah, so that was just a wee kind of subtle thing that you probably could have very easily missed. Mm-hmm. Marge throws the ball, hits only one, and the guy in the lane over from her is getting like consistent strikes. Do, 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 do. Cue the Wii music. <laughs> nice cock! <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, gives her the eyes. So then he comes over and is like, You need to... Uh, was it? Your hands are too soft, too delicate. I literally wrote my notes. Boke Manoke. <laughs> That's for you, Jack. <laughs> Marge um, is kind of a wee bit taken aback from this gentleman whose name is Jacques. Jacques. I was going to say Jacques Clouseau, but it's not. Is that not the Pink Panther? Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's uh, touching her hands and getting all up in her grill. Oh, it's the sexual harassment for me. Marge tells him that the ball's name is Homer, you know, because just uh, being a wee bit... Um... Yeah, she, d- she didn't say it was her husband's name. No. Like, kinda... that's whenever I was like, right, I see what's happening here. This is... Uh, okay, this is where it's going. This entire scene and most of this episode just made me so, like, scratchy and uncomfortable. And he had such Ted Bundy vibes. It was disgusting. He's a horrible person. And Marge is a horrible person for most of this episode. But but he didn't know she was married at this point. That's true, but he's such a creep. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose, I'm not saying like, his, his behavior itself is just, creepy, but he didn't know he didn't that she was know, married. He didn't know pers- what personal space was. She's the worst person for not telling him that she was married. But he was like, basically, his tongue was like in her ear at one point, being like, throw the ball, March. Do it, March. Do it. And I literally, that's when I wrote, like, yeah, Ted Bundy vibes. Well, it was disgusting. He got Marge a strike. Makes Marge laugh and oh. he tells her they, that he will teach her because he's a professional. Don't they like feed each other like chips at one point? Or sorry, fries at one point? And dip. I think and it's like dip. chips. Yeah, you don't do that for me. I don't like dip. I love dip. At the Simpsons house, Homer gets the kids a pizza because, you know, he can't cook. And <laughs> Sounds like you. Thanks. And Homer obviously hates spending time with his, his kids. So he's just kind of like, fuck's sake. Yeah. It's a lot of effort for him. It's like you can tell that he doesn't do this often because he's kind of like, so what does your mum do now after we've eaten? Like, I'm really confused. Did he come here often? Yeah. Back to the bowling alley where Jack is literally getting Marge to like feel the bowling lane and feel the cracks in the bowling lane. That was so strange. Are they not like super slippy? Yeah. So like, should they not be skidding all over the place? Well, they were laying down. That's true, but still should be skidding about. The rest of the Simpsons, it keeps kind of cutting back between the bowling alley where like Marge is clearly getting in with this guy and then she's getting a strike if you know what I mean and then uh, back to the Simpsons house where Homer is just doing his best to try to look after the kids Marge comes in after Homer already went to sleep Homer wakes up and is surprised to hear that Marge is, is going back again the next day but Jacques bought Marge an engraved support for her hand starts rubbing her hand gently Mm-hmm. so there's this montage of them looking lovingly in each other's Isn't eyes the little glove that says for marge on it oh 
I have, yeah, it is, it says for Marge, but I have a wee note here saying they dipped onion rings. So it wasn't chips, it was onion rings. It was onion rings. Now, see, I prefer that. What, does that change the entire creepiness? No, 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 no. It's still creepy. And if anything, but like, at least he wasn't put off by her breath. And anytime I eat garlic, you avoid me for like three days. Jacques drops Marge off home and tells her how beautiful she looks in the moonlight. Yeah. And With tells his... her his convertible car i'm like how does like how is homer not looking out the window and seeing her come back with a man well that's the thing marge then turns around and goes jack i'm a married woman so i don't know when he found out but she said that yeah well yeah i suppose there was a whole montage of them talking and stuff so maybe i don't see how marge could spend time with another man without complaining about how homer treats her Mm -hmm. and stuff and she was probably like I took up bowling because this whole thing, my ball isn't actually called Homer, it's my husband. Like This is one I of his assume, balls. <laughs> I assume that that's what went on. But unless that was her telling him at that point, no, don't kiss me. Because he tries to kiss her, doesn't he? And He doesn't try to like, kiss her, but he just he gets really, really close. He really moves in. And she's like, no, I'm a married woman. I was just like, but he doesn't fight her. He's like, have brunch with me tomorrow. And I turned to you and I went, I do love brunch. Brunch is a great meal. See on Saturday mornings, you want to be having brunch. Well, he um, he does invite her to brunch and Marge agrees. And the next day, Marge is getting the kids ready for school before she goes um, for brunch. Bought them a lot of treats and consistently like yeah. kissing them before they the go. The guilt is showing. Yeah. Lisa but... senses something's wrong with the overcompensation. Mm-hmm. That's like the whole thing though, is that she's doing that for the kids, but she isn't really compensating in any way for homer yeah so that does show where her priorities lie but it's still a case of like you are doing this when you have kids like that's really sad and stuff and like obviously then after especially after like cartoons are so strange and that they don't like kind of acknowledge what happened previously but like in our timeline chronologically lisa is going through depression (laughs) yeah bart's having a hard time no sure bart's passed the billion he got that sorted and lisa yeah. played sax on a bridge and is, is absolutely fine apparently no, well she's still she's still sad yeah and stuff but like now her mom is having an affair and she's sensing it well kind of an affair i guess yeah well she thinks they're gonna her and bart are gonna go through the eight stages of grief yeah so she can already sense it so then we go to the restaurant where Marge is having brunch with Jacques, but she's obviously very nervous being a married woman. And it's like, well, why did you agree to it in the first place then? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Helen Lovejoy, the gossipy wife of the minister, spots them and starts harassing her over the fact Jacques is not her husband, but Jack says he's just given her a bowling lesson. I love that, the nosy... I, I, she introduced... What's her name again? Helen Lovejoy. She's just like, hey, I'm a Helen Lovejoy. You know, the nosy wife of the minister. And I'm like, she knows that she's that person. <laughs> Does that make her better or worse? It makes her funny. Once Helen leaves, Jacques asks Marge to come to her apartment at oh, the Fiesta Therese. This guy is the worst. Which apparently is a very, very fancy place. Marge faints and goes in like a dreamlike coma where they start dancing so around his giant apartment oh, and drinking so champagne. Gross. It was done in like a noir style of yeah. things and he had all of his his trophies that aren't for bowling march they're for love making and i literally wrote book minogue once again in my notes times two times two marge's dream actually resembles the dance number from the gay divorcee mm-hmm. also wait I, I just realized you said book minogue but i have a specific note in in my notes here mm-hmm. that says during this part you were actually trying to see how many grapes you could fit in your mouth <laughs> I'm so bored at this point. You're really fucking paying attention there, yeah, weren't you? You turned around and I was playing Fluffy Bunny with Gribs. Yeah. I was like, Ryan, is this over yet? I'm cringing I, so bad. I don't know how... I really don't oh. know how your opinion on this can even matter at this point when you're sitting going, <laughs> Fluffy Bunny in the background. <laughs> I was so bored. Like, it was so strange, though, because it was like their relationship building in what like the 20 minutes that they have of the simpsons was like some weird like did you ever notice between like marge and homer everything was so unspoken so like in this timeline it's been like what two days and she spent both of those evenings at the bowling alley and then he finds the glove in the drawer that says for marge 
And then he's sitting with like his head in his hands, like nearly ready to cry on the side of the bed. And Bart comes in and he's like, Dad, what's wrong? It's like he's he feels like he's let Marge down. But it's like he doesn't confront her about like Marge, is there someone else? And like, it's just really strange, this weird unspoken thing. And then the bit where he comes in and she's making the sandwiches and he's just like, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and things. But like, there's this just weird unspoken miscommunication between them both, which is just so strange to me. Did you you find it weird? Well, I I know what you're getting at though. Like communication is key, but that was clearly the problem with their relationship at that point. Well, it wasn't really at that point. It was just that she realized that Homer was just a bit of a waster. Well, do you not think Marge is a bit of a gold digger? Because as soon as she She's woke not up, a gold. Well, oh wait, as soon Jacques? as she woke up from the the, the, the dream. coma dream, because he said he was in Fiesta Terrace, which was this apparently fancy place, she immediately goes, "Is Thursday okay?" No, I think that was more the wall of trophies for lovemaking. Yeah, but so that clearly shows that was in her problems. mind though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it was this weird fantasy thing that she woke up from, and it was oh, it was so gross. Like well. Ugh. As uh, Zoe was saying, uh, Homer then finds the engraved support that Jack gave Marge. Do you, do you feel bad for Homer yet? Do you actually feel bad for him or do you still... I got really angry at Marge just because... But like I find myself going more think of the children than think of Homer. Like, like you said, communication is key. And not to get boring at this point, but like she should have just sat Homer down and been like, look... I don't like how you're treating me. That like you got me a bowling ball for my birthday, and I'm not even into it. And we already had the family council in episode. We don't need yeah, that again. <laughs> like, but it's like all of this stuff just keeps happening, and it's just like it's just like a broken record at this stage. Well, Bart runs in all excitedly, plays catch with his father, but Bart is so excited. Homer, you know, is really dying, gets hit up the face of the ball, and just falls into his back. Without saying anything. Yeah, I still don't understand why he just doesn't say to Marge. He's just like, look, is there someone else? Because, like, you're spending time at the bowling alley. And it probably is going on through his head that he caused this. Because he she wouldn't have been at the bowling alley if it wasn't for him. Well, to be fair, because Bart freaks out and thinks that there's something wrong. He tells Homer his advice that Homer had told him before. Which I think is great advice. If something goes wrong and you're too stupid to know what to do, keep your full mouth shut. And that way you won't, won't make things worse. So I think Homer took that upon himself and was like, right, okay, I'll not say anything because I don't know what to do. He's just going to suffer in silence and everything's just going to get worse. That's bad advice, in my opinion. But I think he just doesn't want to make things worse. Yeah, true. Like, it's because... He was the one that instigated this. Yeah, like, the whole point was, like, Homer, you aren't smart enough to know how to approach this, so just shut up. The part made me laugh, though, the next bit where he goes up to Lisa and he's a bit like, oh, shit, I realise what's happening between our parents she's kind of like welcome to what's stage what are the stages do you remember well the stages in and of itself you know lisa says the eight stages of grief but actually there are like five stages or that's what most therapists will say that yeah. there are five stages of grief so i think they're just being a bit dramatic here but lisa at this point says she's on stage five self-pity <laughs> same <laughs> but they don't really go through like, the actual like eight stages yeah. i think they just mention that there's more than five yeah but I know you were saying there that Homer just doesn't want to add anything because he doesn't want to make things worse. But the next morning, he does kind of want to speak to Marge. And he says he just doesn't believe in feelings being like bottled up. Yeah. But he doesn't confront her. And he just kind of expects Marge to make the right decision because he obviously is too stupid to. It's like he's just left it up to her. Yeah. And kind of believing of, look, if you want to do this, oh, that's your thing. It's kind of sad. Yeah. See, you developing feelings for Homer. I'm not developing any type of feelings for him. Oh. You said, oh, yeah, because it's like, oh, he's understanding. He's capable. <laughs> Look no, at him. Like, learn. I do pity him in some way, I guess. Are you in self-pity, but like stage six, Homer pity? Yeah. Ah, OK. What do you think of Jacques at this point? He's Ted Bundy. When he's like, shaving in the mirror, getting ready for Marge arriving and yeah. says he's going to strike out tonight. Yeah. At the power plant, Homer can't eat his lunch. Is it just reminding him of Marge? Because obviously she made it and see so low he can't enjoy it hats off to her for still making his lunch and stuff i'm so stubborn i wouldn't i'd be like fucking starve but it's her that's cheating on him yeah i know but she's cheating on him because she's angry with him all right i see what you're getting at marge is driving to jacques place and sees people getting married old couples yeah family and it makes her really angsty and like speeds down the road Mm -hmm. she then reaches a crossroads 
with one way being the power plant and the other way being yeah. the way to Fiesta Terrace. I think her whenever she got in the car and started driving, I think I turned to you and I was like, wait, is she actually going to do this? Like, where's this going? Like, I'm so confused. And then when she got to the two different roads, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I know obviously what choice she's going to make. Well, this is the thing. Is it just a massive coincidence they're in the same way? Like, what it's if they were on opposite ends you. of the... But what if they were on opposite ends of the town? Well, then would it would just... Stopped? Well, then it, it wouldn't have added to dramatic effect. It just would have... The Simpsons would have just ended in season one, yeah. episode nine. Mm-hmm. So it cuts to Marge then walking through the power plant, which of course then means she made that decision, sneaking up on a depressed Homer and making him a lot happier because he's so surprised to see her there. Homer then picks her up and says he'll be going to the back seat of his car and won't be back for 10 minutes. 10 whole minutes. 10 whole minutes. She's a lucky one. <laughs> Do you think Jack would have lasted longer? <laughs> well, he has all those trophies for lovemaking. So. Yeah, but it doesn't say that the, the lovemaking, he could have, you know, you could have came first. Coming first isn't a good thing. Oh, Jesus, Ryan. <laughs> Your parents listen to this. <laughs> Do you think that Marge and Homer ever had a discussion then? Do you think he was a bit like, who was there someone else or things like that? I don't know, because I always... You always kind of picture that the end of cartoons, the episodes just end and it's never referred to. But yeah. there's sometimes there's callbacks. Like they're, they're very rarely like Jacques is in like a later episode. No way. But in like as a background character. Oh, so we know that he still like lives in Springfield yeah. and stuff. Do you but think he... he's like looking at Marge being like, like, they should have one where he comes back and he's actually stalked her for the 32 seasons? No, I, actually, actually, mm -hmm. Simpsons has just been announced that they're having a 34, 33rd and 34th yeah. season. So maybe we could... Which just means we get to do this for longer. Woo! <laughs> so maybe we can... Is that a good thing? Who knows? It's fantastic. Talk about milk and the cow dry. Maybe we can... Um, Try to get a Jacques episode in there. If we can That's convince petition them. for it. We will. We will. The ending of the episode where Homer carries Marge out is actually an ending from an officer and a gentleman. Where, you know, like the music plays and he's carrying her out in his arms. Off into the sunset. Do you think of Homer and Marge's relationship is any better now? You know, it's like tried and tested now. It's tried and tested, but I feel like it's just because they realize that they kind of are yin and yang to each other. Yeah. But there's still zero communication there. You know, like, I guarantee you, in, like, her birthday next year, he's probably just going to get her, like, a pack of donuts or something. Zoe, let's be honest, they don't age. There never will be yeah, a birthday next oh, year. Yeah, that's true, actually. Like, what? when do we... We learn she's 34. Yeah, we learned that was her 34th birthday. It was her 34th birthday. So if Bart's 10, that means she was 24 when she had him. Yeah. That was so young. Yeah. Like her and Homer must have met whenever they were really young. Well, I think that's a bit of a, a goof because a lot of people have debated that and they've just went, because there are episodes showing Bart as a young child and she's definitely not 24. No. Um. So I think that, you know, they kind of just messed up the timeline. Yeah, they really there. did make her very young though, saying that was her 34th birthday. Yeah. Like and Homer's she, meant to be like, like 36 or something. Marge does not, they do not look like they're in their 30s. Like no. not in a million years. As an episode, overall though, how many trophies for lovemaking would you give it out of 10? <laughs> Jesus fuck. How many? C. Right. So hear me out. We watched two episodes back to back, right? Yeah. So I wrote down my score, but then I wrote beneath it. It would have been scored higher if the next episode wasn't just the same story told from a different perspective. So as a standalone, I would have given it, let's say, a six out of ten. That's trophies for lovemaking. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Six trophies for lovemaking yes. out of ten. That's actually pretty high for you. Yes. Until okay. <laughs> we watch the next episode. Which makes me despise Marge a great amount. But that brings it down to a 5 out of 10. Still pretty high for you, to be honest yeah. with you. But but we... it's because a lot, like like I said, it was juicy. I, I like that kind of stuff, you know? Well, I think... A wee bit of drama. Well, I'm sure some of our listeners might be quite confused what you mean by that. So The ones who haven't seen the next episode. The ones who haven't seen the next episode. So hopefully it'll make a bit more sense once we move on to that. Mm -hmm. But just before we do, anything you would change about this episode at um, all? I want to see the conclusion of Bart and Lisa's opinions on it all. I didn't get to see if they were then like, yay, everything's good and happy again. Or if they resent Marge for what she clearly was doing. I want to see the kids side of things. That's fair. 
That's fair, because it was mainly obviously a Homer and yeah. Marge centered. But then why did they then have the B-plot of uh, Lisa and Bart trying to deal with this? Because I think and it then was they the... didn't conclude it. Because I think it was the writers trying to say, look, the kids it's happy are families. affected yeah. in a family unit. Like a separation doesn't yeah. just affect the parents, it does affect the kids. Yeah. I think that was the writers just trying to hone that across. Yeah, but then they never concluded it. I understand though, like if I had had another bit after Marge and Homer going off into the sunset. It's a bit kind of like, oh, it then takes away from their big romantic ending. Yeah, what do you want Bart and Lisa and Maggie to end up in the backseat as well? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. This is not Alabama. Any other lasting opinions on this episode or anything else you want to um, add? I was going to say, like, do we ever see Jacques again? But you've already kind of answered that for me. No but other... I think it, he should be some sort of weird stalker person. So you find the episode creepy enough, but now you've asked for more stalker, please. Well, no, I get that from my other podcasts. I, I want to see his reaction for it. They should have been like an end of credit scene where we see his reaction at the fact that Marge didn't turn up. I'm sure he got over it very quickly because he seemed like a bit of a, a, a womanizer, shall we say? Yes, as Britney Spears would put it. Yes. Yeah, so I would have seen, I would have liked to see Jacques' reaction to the fact that he got rejected because he thought he was getting his piece. And I would have liked to see the kids' reaction to the fact that their parents were all good again. And yeah, then we pretty much just move on to the next episode and it pisses me off. Going on to episode 10 of season one, which is Homer's Night Out. Synopsis being Shutterbug Bart captures Homer with a schmexy entertainer at a bachelor party. Is that the that actual synopsis? That That is the actual synopsis. Uh, that accent and everything. Y yeah, it, it literally says, if you're on Disney+, Plus, the chalkboard that Bart wrote, I've never really mentioned the chalkboard gags at the start of the episodes, but it says, I will not call my teacher hotcakes, which actually made you laugh, and that's the reason why I wrote that down. I Before the episode has even this. begun, I had a good feeling about this, but as recall. you've said at the end of the last episode, maybe not. I don't recall laughing at that. Well, you did. Because I have a note of it. Must not go. Just Mrs. Carbothel, you can imagine him being like, all right, hotcakes, and her being like, Bart! Sorry, did you just call her Mrs. Carbothel? Is that not her like name? Like Monopoly? No, I think I said Carbothel. Are you I? sure? I have no idea. Can we get a rewind on that? <laughs> Mrs. Carbothel, Mrs. Carbothel, Mrs. Carbothel. Okay, yeah, I did say Mrs. Carbothel, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, you fucking did. That's hilarious. <laughs> Carbopoly like Monopoly. I think it's because I, I, I'm like kind of congested. I think that's why. <laughs> Don't blame it on a congestion. Fine. We have a normal intro again though with obviously a couch gag. This time the family all run onto the sofa, sides of the sofa break apart, couch collapses and the family all end up sitting on the floor confused. Confused. We've had this one before. Yeah, but uh, I put zero out of ten. Yeah. For any repeats, I'm putting zero out of ten. I'm no. bored. Keep me entertained. Okay. I am not entertained. We'll do better next time. It's not your fault. It's Fox. It's always Fox. It's always Fox. Straight to the Simpsons household, where I suppose we start most of the episodes, where Homer and Marge are getting ready for the day. Marge is asking Homer what they got up to last night with the, the antics because uh, it was a bachelor's party or stag do. And Homer then weighs himself and finds out he's 239 pounds, calls himself a blimp. And he needs to do more exercise every he is, morning. He is a bit of a blimp like, isn't he? Yeah, but he slightly moves his arms around his waist for like two seconds Me. before stopping. And then was like, yeah, that's it. What do, what do you think of Homer's exercise routine? It's similar to my own. Okay. It's okay. not exactly like Joe Wicks, like, is it? More Joe Thicks. <laughs> Cuts to Bart looking through a magazine. Not that type of magazine. Get your head out of the gutter. Where it has all those tacky things like x-ray specs and a hypno coin. But uh, it's stuff like you would get and like a flipping, you know, like one like of those. Like a Beano. Yeah. Or like, do you remember those weird science magazines? Mm -hmm. They were cool. I loved those. Until he, of course, sees the spy camera in advertising. He's like, oh, spy camera. So cuts it out and posts the money away to get it. Six months later, Homer's getting ready for work exactly the same. Steps on the scale, finds himself at 239, which I find quite impressive that he is stayed the exact same weight for six months. Like, that's more impressive than putting on weight or losing weight. Yeah, and calls himself a wheel. Does the wee exercise thing again. Stops because he's not trying to strain himself. Uh, does that still remind you of you six relates, months later? Still yeah, for All sure. Right, okay. Tells Marge he's going to a party that evening with the guys in work. Marge replying that it better not be a stag party, but Homer's like, why? no, it'll be all classy and like, everything. Why is she like, that better not be a stag party? 
Like why he I think he just went, the stigma behind stags. But like he went to a stag party six months before that and she didn't have a problem. True. Fucking get your head in the game, Marge. Let Let's the man say, have his. Let the man have his thing. Let he the man have his thing. Nearly cheated on him. Like for God's sake, you technically had an affair. So Bart and Lisa are watching TV. Downstairs. I'm out for Marge in this episode. I'm I can out tell. for her. Prepare yourselves. So Bart and Lisa are watching TV downstairs. Bart hears the doorbell and excitedly runs to see if his camera has arrived by what he calls the female man. Yeah, the, this um, this postwoman is like done with him. Yeah. It's like our DHL delivery guy is done with us. Oh, he does not like us. No. But he should stop stealing our packages. <laughs> you can't say that. No. Apparently for the past six months, Bart's been going on at this female man about his spy camera. Female man. Female man. F- female man. Female man. Yep. Female man. I just like saying it. Oh, he finally gets it, opens it, and realizes he has a lot of spangs to do. Spangs? Spangs to do. He has a lot of spangs to do. Is that what he says? Well, he says he has a lot of spying to do. I've got a lot of... Oh, you said spines? Yes. He's got a lot of spines to do. That's why I repeated it, because (laughs) I thought that's why you were laughing, because I pronounced it wrong. (laughs) I was. I go on, Mrs. (laughs) Krabappoli. What do you think of Bart's idea, though, to spy on people? It's gross. Little pervert. You filthy pervert. <laughs> <laughs> you selling it a pasty. <laughs> you filthy pervert. Shout out to Philip Schofield, who's the best. <laughs> Big man up above. <laughs> what? He's not dead. So he runs upstairs to where Homer is stretching in the bathroom. He's got a his exercise routine has built up, and he snaps a sexy pic of him. He takes a photo of Marge shaving her armpits and a wildlife pic of a roadkill outside. So. Is it a spy camera or just a, a tiny, tiny little GoPro type thing? I think that's like, what makes it the spy camera. No, but like... But you got to remember back then... He just take, it's just to take photos? Yeah. So it's not a spy camera? How is it not a spy camera? Is spying on someone not like watching them consistently like, like a video camera? Yeah, but that's a video camera. This is just a camera. It's, it says spy camera. I would assume that that meant video. But this is in the early 90s, remember? Oh, I guess, yeah. I need to I need to remember that. Yeah. Bart tries to take a picture of his butt. Lisa telling them that that is disgusting. Marge shouts at them, but says that the four of them, as in Marge, Lisa, Maggie, and Bart, are going to the Rusty Barnacle tonight. Great names for the restaurants. I know, the singing sirloin and the Rusty Barnacle. Want to go to Sloppy Seconds instead? Ew. <laughs> what would you call your restaurant if you have one, Springfield? Maybe it'd be Septic Goat. Yes. That's my band name. Get away. That's my heavy metal band name. Septic Goat. I love it. So we go to the stag party where everyone's drinking and smoking. You know, not classy at all. But it's kind of a bit soppy because the groom and his father are all lovingly and hugging and shit. Which, you know, Homer hates and everyone else is really bored but the entertainment will be arriving shortly. I don't know if you noticed, but Lenny and Carl's voices were actually switched no, at this bit. And no, Lenny sounded I, I, like I, Carl I could, and Carl sounded like I Lenny. I couldn't tell you what they sound like normally. Well, it's just not good enough. We go to then the Rusty Barnacle, where the rest of the Simpsons are ordering their food. Bart orders the squid platter with extra tentacles. That sounded amazing. It actually did, to be fair. As a lover of seafood, that sounded bloody amazing. Marge asks them if they could quiet down the party next door, and it turns out that it's Homer and his mates. So obviously the stag party is happening at the same restaurant. Yeah. Food Which comes is out. Weird. I've oh. never heard of a stag party at a restaurant. It would start at the restaurant, surely, and then it would yeah, go to a pub. Probably. The food comes out. Bart nearly chunders looking at a squid platter, so he goes literally green around the gills. Uh, and you actually laughed at this because Maggie's sucking on a prawn instead of her pacifier. Yeah, me. <laughs> Gets excused in order to chunder. The entertainment, quote-unquote, arrives at the stag party then, which is a stripper known as Princess Cashmere. She's she so she's done like a belly dancer, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. The whole... Princess Cashmere. Yeah. I never got her name before. Yeah, Princess Cashmere. Jesus. The groom doesn't want anything to do with it, so Homer is shoved up on stage by his mates to dance with That's the stripper. That's always the way, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, it'll always be just... But, the... like, she doesn't do any stripping. She just belly dances. Yeah. Like, but... she is, technically isn't a stripper. She's just a go-go dancer. That's very true. Yeah. Actually. Never never considered it that way. That's never one of should... my problems I have with what's about to happen. Oh, okay. So Bart comes out of the bathroom, hears the party next door, opens it to see what the heck's happening, and that's where the B-plot and the A-plot come together, and finds Homer on stage belly dancing with the stripper and takes a photo. By the way, when I say 
dancing with the stripper. Homer's not just, like touching the stripper just, or anything. Like, flailing They're just... his arms about. He's copying what she's doing. It's, yeah. a, it's a fucking dance class. That's what he's in Zumba right now. Bart <laughs> is bothering his Zumba class. I know. That's all it is. We've we've heard for the past six months he needs to get in better shape. Yeah, Bart, this leave was him alone. his attempt. So we cut to Springfield Elementary where, uh, you know, our best friend Tori Martin, uh, accepts Bart into this photography club where Bart prints out the photo in the school's dark room and everyone obviously wants Wait, a copy of it. They why do they all want a copy of this? Because so they like, think, oh, it's the what... sexy lady, Bart. Oh, is so it's her that they're paying attention to, not Well, they think it's Homer. funny. I think it's the fact that there's an attractive woman and that there's just Homer. this random fat dude dancing. It makes me laugh because obviously this is in the 90s and this is the equivalent to something now going viral. Yeah. It's a gig. It's, it's also the so fact they had funny. to print it out in a dark room. Yeah. Like, I remember doing that in art when I was in you secondary school. You had a dark room? Well, they had to make it like a dark room so that we could print try it for f- art whoa it was really weird that's cool it i wish was. i went to your school it was actually kind of fun mm-hmm. so melhouse is the only one that can convince bart though to make him a print at the start i say at the start but, yeah. but bart uh, makes a print for melhouse melhouse promises not to copy it of course he obviously does straight away making copies for absolutely everyone and anyone and so does bart and there were hundreds floating about in like a day yeah what do you think of melhouse's loyalty here shitty isn't it i just i know it's such a small minuscule thing but it's just like the dude showed you it. Keep yeah, it to yourself. Yeah, he showed you it. He let you have a version and now you're milking it. Um, yeah. That just makes you a scrote. Yeah, milk house. Milk house. Fucking, no one likes you. Fucking, who you are you? You got the dud. You don't get that reference yet, but you will. You got the dud? Yeah. All right. Just take my word for it. Okay. I trust you at this point. I have yeah. no bloody idea what's going on like. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking though, because you said this is obviously the 90s, it must have taken a lot of work to get a nude pick leaked yeah for you know? sure whereas now like there's celebrities iclouds are getting hacked left right and center yeah but I mean, you can pretty much go on and see captain Flip america's sick. dong <laughs> chris evans is posting his own nudes accidentally yeah hashtag blessed but no i'm joking that's america's penis <laughs> it then gets into the hands of one of the the kid's parents and then gets circulating then in front of the entire town of the offices and gets faxed to people and everything it's really weird because i'm like there's nothing about this photo that is any in any way special like no one's talking about the fact it's like a married man doing a zumba class with a lady who's supposed to be a stripper because there's nothing suspicious going on in this entire photo that's true it would be it would be different if he was like touching her inappropriately yeah. or something but he literally I mean? is just dancing on stage you're not beside allowed her. to put your hands on strippers like at all you know the laws behind i've heard that you aren't <laughs> allowed to touch a stripper but um only if they tell you to or they place your hand somewhere and stuff um but like there's nothing going on in this photo and if anyone sees the photo if you google right now the photo from this episode there's nothing special about it it's really stupid just homer doing a zumba class he's trying to lose weight marge finds the photo at her local aerobics class so she was she must have been in zumba yeah, too. But it was it was on the, <laughs> it was on the notice board yeah like she rips it off the wall like, it's like a meme out. at this point it goes to homer then at the quickie mart where he's recognized by everyone and anyone you know in what the is shop. it they say to him again they're like i think they just dance with him yeah there's they all do that because it's like the typical like belly dancing song mm-hmm um and stuff but he's like huh yeah but does has no idea what they're on about but is this the first time he's ever met a poo it's not the first time he's ever met him but it's definitely one of the first because homer's obviously went to the quickie mart before but he hasn't really made yeah because he was like because a poo's like aren't you the man from the photo and he's like what but then just kind of laughs it off but i'm like like Later on, are they not like they know each other by name? Oh yeah, they're very good friends later on. Simpson, but I'm like, wait, how long have the Simpsons lived in Springfield? Like, surely he's been to the Quickie Mart, unless the Quickie Mart's just opened or something. I don't know. It was very strange. I think it's just a guess if they've ever made acquaintances before. Maybe yeah. this was the instigator and being like, hey, you were that guy, and they made friends through that. Friendship, how nice. Mm-hmm. So there's a loving side to this. Yeah. Silver linings and all that. Homer walks into his house where Marge immediately shoves the photo into his face, asking what is the meaning of this? And Homer very poorly explaining it. Bart then says, oh, look, my photo. Homer then is like, you fucking what? And tries to strangle Bart, but Marge ends up strangling him instead and then kicks Homer out of the house, 
throws him a suitcase and tissues saying, if you have a heart, you'll need these. I know I will. What do you think about Marge at this point? Screw her because she was near sleeping with a strange Ted Bundy-esque man in the last episode. This episode made me despise this woman. So do you not think her anger is justified here? No, not in any way. Homer did nothing wrong. He isn't even getting a lap dance. He was at a stag do, yes. But he didn't get a lap dance. There's a photo of him just dancing next to the stripper. Like literally it was humorous him doing the belly dance thing. Take the last episode out of this. So say episode nine never existed yeah. and, Ho- and Marge he never tried to cheat. still didn't do anything. So you still think even in that circumstance yeah. her anger isn't justified? He's dancing beside the stripper that isn't for his stag do. It's for someone else's and the groom didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. You know True. what I mean? Like the girl's getting paid at the end of the day. Someone needs to dance with her. <laughs> Cut to Moe's tavern where Moe is trying to console Homer. But it turns out Moe actually has a photo of that photo framed on the bar behind them. Barney then invites Homer over to his place instead of him sleeping in the street, which is an absolute state. Mm-hmm. You know, his his place, you can hear, like, the party next door. You can just hear... It's it's the classic, you know, in cartoons where they show that there's a bad neighbourhood by you hear the police sirens and the dog barking and bottles smashing and, a, like, loud music. Not family-friendly neighbourhood. Not family-friendly. So Homer looks out the window at the, the rest of the city. I think Barney's apartment is like on a hill mm-hmm. and sees the light of his porch and tells Barney how his light always shines brighter than the others. I oh. I have seen things online saying that the lights of the city is similar to the shape of Marge's angry face. But I personally don't see Can't it. And see I it. looked it up I and didn't... I paused it and I cannot see this. I didn't notice. Well, I just can't see it, but mm-hmm. apparently people say online it looks like her face, but I just personally cannot see it. Yeah. Homer tries to go to bed on a pull-out sofa, can't sleep obviously, but it cuts to Marge and the kids having breakfast the next day when Lisa's asking when her, her dad's coming home. So the kids have went through a fucking They're, lot of rough patches. Like episode, or season one for these two is rough as. And let's take into consideration the fact that Homer didn't kick Marge out last episode. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. But the first thing Marge did, without even letting him explain himself... He did nothing. ...is kick him out. Does she go and get a job? Does she try to get a job? I don't think so. Back to the power plant, where Homer is pulled into Mr. Burns' office and getting yelled at for the photo, due to the power plant being apparently a family business. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's like cancel culture in the 90s. Literally, isn't it? Mr. Burns tells Smithers, though, to leave the office, and then you get, like, a moment of vulnerability where Mr. Burns asks Homer for his advice with women as he seems to have, like, an animal magnetism. Could you imagine Smithers if he had have been in the room and Mr. Burns is asking about this? I know. He'd be a wee bit... Uh, I always <laughs> did think, like, surely mis- what a priority of Mr. Burns is to have, like, an heir to hand down Oh, well, you'll love the episode, to? Burns' is heir. <laughs> oh. Which is, I think, season 10. Oh. I hate that you know that. Well, I, I don't know if I'm exactly right. Wait, let me let me do a quick <laughs> no, Google search. No, it's fine, it's fine. What do you think of Homer's animal magnetism, as Mr. Burns puts it? Do you think it exists, firstly? No, God, no, it doesn't. Marge has more. She attracted a man whilst bowling. Well, Homer couldn't attract a, a woman whilst wearing a magnet suit. Because women aren't made of metal. Shut up, Ryan. Back to the Simpsons house, Homer walks in quietly, says hi to the kids, and then comes into the kitchen to sort of have this conversation with Marge. Marge just glares at him, so he like gets on his knees and begs for her to forgive him. Yeah. Marge then finally speaks up, saying that the reason she is annoyed is that it taught Bart a bad lesson about treating women like objects. See, I get that. If that's the actual reason why she's annoyed and not the fact that he's just doing Zumba with a stripper, that's justifiable. To be fair, I agree, you know, that's a very good point. Yeah. But I feel like that's not the reason. Yeah, I think she's thought it over and she's went, I can't I need a good afford reason. this mortgage by myself, so I need a good reason. <laughs> Marge wants him to go all to all the burlesque clubs to teach Bart a good lesson that these women are real people and wants Homer to apologize to Princess Casimir for there, how he treated her. There is, But he didn't treat her anyway. He was dancing, but was he making fun of her? Well... Him dancing beside her in Marge's eyes is treating her like an object. I just don't get it. Like, he he wasn't doing anything. He was dancing beside her. 
Uh, I don't know. I've got a real problem with Marge in this whole thing, but it's a very good point that she's now worried about the fact that Bart will now treat women as objects. Yeah. But Homer wasn't treating this girl as an object. (laughs) Homer and Bart then go through all the nearby clubs to find the stripper from the party. There was a lot of adult clubs in Springfield. Actually, some of the names of the clubs are uh, very, you know, kind of referency. Florence of Arabia, which is obviously Lawrence of Arabia. Burlesque, which is obviously a play on burlesque. burlesque. Uh, and then you got Foxy Boxing and Mud City. <gasps> the sign also says Close Encounters of the Mud Kind in the in near the, in the, in the Mud City. Is that just like mud wrestling clubs and yes. stuff? Wow. Which is obviously a reference to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Homer eventually finds her at the Sapphire Lounge where he tries to apologize and talk to her while she's getting ready for her show. Accidentally though, Homer follows her up into her podium, which is like a giant fuck off like birdcage thing yeah it gets lifted really high up into the air above the stage and homer's hanging onto the edge for his life she starts standing on his fingers in these like stiletto shoes yeah but he's, and I'm she's like, gonna he's gonna ruin her shoe yeah but like he's gonna f- have to fall 30 foot True. do you not think that's gonna create a bit of more of a mess than just shouting at the stage manager to be like put me down so this lump of a man can get off this blimp slash wheel of a man yes. at 239 pounds remember yeah. we have established this that was a really weird thing now that you think about it at the start why did we have that time in between i think it was to point out that he is overweight so that whenever he's having the photo of him dancing with the girl it's like oh look it's funny an overweight man dancing oh, okay do you know what i mean okay it then shows us that in front of the curtain which uh homer is dangling for his life behind He's singing a song about how he can make love to a million girls. The curtain opens then and the stage is filled with all these girls dancing. But as Zoe said, the princess is kicking Homer fingers to absolute pieces. It really got weird at this point. Like, I think I zoned out and started shoving more grips in my mouth. Yeah, he probably did. Homer then falls from the 30 feet, lands in front of the entire audience, but gets recognized as the guy from the picture and so is asked to dance on stage with all the girls, to which the audience, of course, loves because he still weighs 239 pounds six months later, by the way. We've established this. Yes. Homer looks over at Bart at the side of the stage and realizes that he is still dancing with scandally clad women, feeling bad <laughs> that he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. He gets the band to stop playing, makes a speech about how they should treat women properly, and it cuts to Marge in the crowd worrying about what he's going to say so she followed him to the club well actually i was gonna ask you how you thought how the hell did marge get there that quickly like if she knew where he was or at least knew where the stripper was going to be couldn't she She... just say that instead of him trying to find her in all the clubs how did she know did she stalk this woman down yeah like i don't know marge is a bit of a creep there's a short snippet of mr burns having a double date here with smithers and these uh twins which is a slight callback to earlier Uh uh-huh but it causes the entire male audience to start crying and talking about... By the way, I said entire male audience. The entire audience is male, pretty much. Because, yeah. of course, it's like a burlesque club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talking well, about... that's when they were called gentlemen clubs. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And talking about women in their lives that have made them happy. I think it's actually quite a good lesson this episode ended on, though. Well, uh, yeah, considering we're recording this on International Women's Day. Oh, so yes, very exactly. Nice. Yes, so, you know... Shout out to all my females out there. Yeah, make sure you respect, support, and give credit to all the females in your lives. Exactly. And it's also Mother's Day this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So make sure you also give your mother something. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Homer's speech overall, though? It was very enlightening. At least, uh, did Bart learn anything from it? Well, he might have. He well, at least listened to it. Yeah. And he went, so, way to go, Dad. Well, that's good. If he put the message across to Bart, then his job was done. And if all those men then changed their minds as well. Because they were technically treating women like objects. Mm-hmm. Homer was just dancing with them. Because they were like howling at the stage and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty horrible. So Homer and Marge run towards each other. Because obviously Marge is like, oh, homie. And they kiss and all the happy ever after and the episode ends. fucking ended last time too. <laughs> Except she actually did awful things last time. And this annoyed me more because of how she got on about homer doing nothing they didn't plan it well putting these like one after another did they no not at all i don't know if that was the plan yeah but doesn't paint marge in a good light so i she's now my least favorite person well i was actually going to ask any changes in opinion to the character so there marge is my least favorite if you were to rate the simpsons just just the main five family Mm -hmm. who's at the top maggie who's next 
Or does Santa's little helper count? No, no, just the five okay. humans. <laughs> so, Maggie, Bart, Lisa, Homer, Marge. Oh, you like Lisa more than Homer? Yes. Oh, that's a big step. Mm-hmm. Although I agree with Marge being at the bottom. Yeah, I hate Marge. Well, as an overall episode, just episode 10, mm-hmm. so we're not taking into consideration episode 9 beforehand, mm-hmm. how many spy cameras would you give it out of 10? Uh, three. Three out of 10? Yeah. What would you give it with episode 9 being previously just before it? Them two as a whole, well, I'd give Marge minus 12 million out of 10. Okay. Um, Them both together... What I give the last one? Like five? You give it six without episode five. ten, but five with. Okay, well, add them together and make it out of 20. So eight then? Unless. Eight out of 20. Eight out of 20. Yeah. It's not a good look. No. You know. It just made me realize how shitty they are as people. It's like they're only together just because they don't have any other choice. But then Marge did have another choice, but he was worse, to be honest. He was so gross and sleazy. Did you prefer it to the last two episodes called The Simpsons and the Telltale Head? I think so, because it was just a bit more juicy, wasn't it? Yeah, it kept, at least kept you, besides the time you tried to shove grapes in your mouth, it kept you interested a lot more than the other two episodes yes. did. Yes, apart from the, the end of the episode 10, I think I zoned out a bit because I don't remember anything Homer said in his speech. If these episodes were placed opposite ends of the season, would you enjoy them more? don't know anything you would change about the the episode in general i would maybe make what homer did a bit more justifiable for marge to get annoyed at him Mm -hmm. like maybe if it was him flirting with but i think i've seen like screenshots and stuff of in later episodes there is a lot more like younger women turn up in homer's life and stuff don't they yeah there is a couple of times that that kind of happens yeah so like i think i'll be more interested in them because like he didn't actually do anything yes very true very true did these two episodes change your overall opinion on the simpsons no it just made my opinion about marge worse it just justifies for me that she's a shit person but like just i don't know some of the writing could have just been better like the whole photo thing and stuff it was just all a bit like skimmed over do you think they maybe should have justified why the photo was funny in the first place? Yeah. Stuff like that. I was like, I don't understand why it's going viral. It's just, it's just Homer dancing. Wasn't that much to get excited about back yeah. then? Didn't like, have TikTok. I understood, <laughs> I understood why like maybe Martin and stuff, because he's never seen a woman figure in his life. This lady in this scandally clad bikini belly dancing outfit. Like I understand why maybe him and Milhouse and all wanted a version of it, but like why didn't they cut Homer out of it then? If they were so interested in this photo. But then it just went viral everywhere else. Or like if it went viral in the town. Because people were gossiping about the fact Homer Simpson was like at a stag do. Getting a lap dance from a stripper. But he wasn't. And like I just. It didn't make much sense to me. Okay well that's uh, that's something I guess. We, we have went in a good direction at one point. I think we got your attention though a lot more this mm-hmm. episode. Which I I do like because that's something if you're mm-hmm. paying more attention to it you maybe find the jokes a bit funnier that's yes. good it's good next week guys stay tuned for episodes 11 and 12 of the simpsons season one which is the creps of wrath and crusty gets busted oh that sounds interesting is one about like crepes like pancakes uh kind of yeah it's it's a it's a reference to basically Wait, you told me in the last episode not to tell you much All about right, them. Okay, so yeah, you shout at me if yeah, I tell you. Doesn't matter then. Well, what's your guesses? What's your guesses on what the the crepes of wrath is about? Um, something to do with pancakes and revenge. I don't know. Yeah. Crepes, revenge, and then Krusty's one. Obviously, what is it? Krusty goes bust. Krusty gets busted. Gets busted. Okay, so is he doing something in his restaurant or his TV show, and he's gonna get in trouble for it? You shall see. Or is this the Sideshow Bob one? Oh. <gasps> How exciting. Yes. Oh my so we're goodness. finally getting to the this episode. To the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Took bloody long enough. So stay tuned next week, guys, where we'll be talking about those two episodes. But in the meantime, if you want any further updates, make sure you follow us on our Instagram at The Unpossible Podcast. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter at Unpossible Pod. 
We also have a Facebook page. If you just type in Me Like Simpsons, that's Unpossible Podcast, you will find us. And basically you'll find our podcasts on all streaming services through Anchor. You know, you've got Spotify, Apple yeah. Podcasts. If you could give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be bloody fantastic. It'll we would really us, appreciate it. Yeah, get the podcast out to a bigger audience and stuff. Um, it's just been, it's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah. All this. We've had received a lot of great feedback, so we appreciate that from every single one of you. You're all fabulous. Yes, we really appreciate every lesson you give. And mm-hmm. if you have any feedback about any of the episodes, you can email us, you can drop us a comment just yeah. to basically say, I would like to hear what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Every, everything to follow us and email and stuff is in the show notes. So have a nosy over there. Um, but I think that is a wrap for this week's episode, Ryan. That is a wrap, Zoe. How exciting. Let's go watch the next two episodes. And we will see you guys next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.